Amusing, your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Wiesel, and can you even believe this episode? (laughs) I am so excited to share this with you. I can't believe I kept it a secret. My mom was even like, you didn't give anyone a hint? You didn't just give them a little hint? But I couldn't. I couldn't let you know that we were doing a a Disney Wish double header in here. And I'm just thrilled to be able to give you not just my reporting, not just my chit chat with my mom, but truly a talk about this ship with two independent parties who also loved it as much as I do. We will get into that in the next section of the podcast. But for now, uh, I just want to catch you up on life because I am really up to nothing. Um, that, I mean, that was last week because I was on deadlines for this. I was finishing some stories, but I'm excited for this week because this week I am doing cool stuff. Tonight, I'm going to Hollywood Bowl with a friend of the podcast slash like becoming a sidekick at this point, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, I'm very excited. I was in charge of getting dinner and I got some really good food that I can't wait for. I got some fun purple lemonade. Again, it's not blue. It's fine. It's like elderflower lavender lemonade. I got it last year when we went. I can't wait. If you've never been to California, uh, if you've never been to the Hollywood bowl it's exceptional it's an outdoor venue and they have kind of like bench seating but then they also have some seating where you're in a little i'll call it like a box you're in a little box and you have four chairs and they put a table down so when you're sitting at the show there's two chairs and then a little riser and there's two chairs above them so you have a good view no matter where you are but when you have when you go early and you have four people you all bring food you all bring drinks you hang out they put a little table on the side of your thing and then you turn the chairs around and you all have a dinner before the show it's amazing i'm doing that right after this and i am so amped for it and then later this week this It'll be, yeah, it'll be the day before this episode comes out. I'm going to Universal Studios Hollywood for a very special event, which you will know about by now, so I don't know why I'm telling you, but anyway, they're letting us tour the Nope section from the forthcoming Jordan Peele movie that will be added to the Universal Studio Lot Tour, which is one of my favorite things to do there. Um, I I do it regularly. <laughs> I do it regularly. I love doing it. I do it all the time, but I'm really excited because I think we get to actually like stand in it and like stand at a back lot, which is something uh, as a non-actor I never get to do. So I'm thrilled. It should be a good theme parky week, and I have a few theme parky things coming up and I just I just can't wait for them but who cares because we got to get this week's episode is incredible I'm just gonna shut myself up and move on stick around we will be right back with truly so much joy in one episode ah I can't wait I can't wait stick around after this we will be right back it's time for another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to perhaps the most cheerful, chatty episode we've ever had on Very Amusing. 
As you know, actor, singer, Broadway star, and honestly likely future Imagineer Andrew Barth Feldman was on Very Amusing just two months ago. That episode was an absolute blast, and we had so much fun recording it. So you can only imagine how joyful it was when we finally met in person for the very first time while boarding the Disney Wish. Later that night, we ended up meeting up with our friend Jeffrey for a lovely impromptu hang with some of my favorite people on Earth. Our friend Jackie, Ashley Eckstein and her wonderful husband David, my mom, of course, where I had the greatest time meeting Andrew's friend and High School Musical, the musical, the series co-star Josh Bassett. We all had such a ball on the ship. Well, when we weren't working and had pockets of free time, of course. And then about halfway through that sailing, I got this call on the Churros hotline. Carly, on behalf of all of the High School Musical, Musical, the series fans, we are begging you to discuss your interactions with Joshua Bassett and Andrew Bartholman, please, on The Wish, because A, I love them, B, we love you, and we want to hear about them on The Wish. Thanks. And who am I to not honor your request? Very be our guest status here on Very Amusing. So we did it. The three of us got together for an impromptu podcast recording, and it was the most fun. Now, as you'll soon learn, we were all truly giddy to talk about the ship, and not just because we'd recently chugged ice lattes moments before. We chatted about everything from Goofy on stage during Seize the Adventure, a stage show we watched and nearly lost our collective minds over, our favorite films, including some unexpected favorites, Disney Parks, and even Uncharted Adventure, that Play Disney Parks app interactive game on board the ship, which we all did together and had the best time doing it. I gotta say, there's really nothing like hanging out with two other people who are also very dedicated and very energetic about yelling at talented people that we love them and we love what they do. That's why this one is less of an interview and more of a hang, so I'll be talking more than usual in it. Typically, I'm on Zoom and I'm just silently nodding along, but I think for this, it's it's better that way. It's like you're sitting in their Princess and the Frog-themed stateroom spending the day at sea with us three, which... If you're going on The Wish, uh, listen through this one specifically for sure. We talk about the cruise. We talk about the parks. And then close to the end, we get really deep, like a hard pivot to existentially deep, which is why I enjoy Andrew and Josh's company so much. They're fun and kind and generous and happy, but also brilliant and talented and so grateful and so expressive of that. When we talk about something in this episode like Club 33, it's all of us remarking about how lucky we are and how thankful we are that we got to experience something so special. Since I'm a Disney fan, obviously, but Andrew and Josh are both such big fans of Disney and Disney parks and have such reverence for the entire history of the company. I truly felt like I spent time with two of the best humans on the planet, which is why I'm beyond thrilled to share this little at-sea hang with all of you. The one thing I want to mention before we start, besides that we're going to get very honest about nighttime entertainment, is a small warning for any parents listening. Parents, when we talk about Fantasmic, we also talk about characters and their friends. As always, I edited the discussion, so if you have children around, you are totally fine. But if that's at all concerning those details, I just recommend skipping about a minute and a half ahead when we begin discussing Fantasmic. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do, and please welcome our return guest, Andrew Barth Feldman. I was very happy to be dragging everyone on Figment. And first-time guest, Joshua Bassett. And it's cool to see where rides are headed, because we're getting so much more creative. To very amusing! (laughs) 
we talk about how much fun we had on the scavenger hunt today? Oh my god! Oh doing, my god! Doing the the oh, Uncharted Adventure. Yeah. Uncharted oh Adventure. my goodness! That was so much fun. I cannot wait for that to be live. I saw yeah. him doing another like, demo. The tech was good. Yes, and there's over a hundred different items that you can find on the ship. Like, Which <laughs> I know, I know, Andrew and I were like this, but were you also like, I need every single item, I need every single yep. look I, for my avatar? I would come back to the ship just so that we could do the scavenger yes. the whole time. Yes, like. A hundred percent. That that is if I'm I I said it then, but like I'm almost I am glad that it wasn't live because we wouldn't have done anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I would have just been like I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go do the game. Have you met characters? Have you seen characters? Uh, we haven't. Well, well, while we were getting our Manny Petty just now. Oh yes. Donald and Daisy came by. <gasps> yes. They wouldn't let me get a picture with Princess Tiana, and I was furious. What? I, we walked by. Nobody else was getting a picture, and they're like, "You can get pictures," and I was like. Can I get a picture? And like, sorry, it's a press thing only. In what? Was I was like, event. are you kidding me? Princess Tiana is every... I mean, look. She's my favorite. She's oh my god, you're right. We're in a Tiana We're room. in a Princess in the Frog room, which is <gasps> Josh's <gasps> favorite movie. Yeah. Favorite Disney movie. Favorite Disney movie, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Of all... Like, of all... Hands down. Really? Is there no other movie? Peter Pan? It's Princess the Frog and Peter Pan? Beyond Peter Pan, yeah. Yeah, I would say probably those two. But no other Disney movie makes me cry the entire time. It has such incredible music. I love, like, the New Orleans vibe. Like, the, the story, the the heart in it. I'm just in love with all the characters, specifically Princess Tiana. But it's just... I, I Yeah, it's absolutely... And it makes... Just, I love the story and how she's, like, a, such a hard worker. And yes! how it's, like, follow your dreams, but also, like, you kind of have to pave the way, too, a little bit. Like, yes! Yep. Yep, and, and the universe it. will provide. And, and Goofy yeah. learned that lesson. Exactly. Yeah, he did learn that lesson. And he won't forget it now, he said. We saw Goofy <laughs> be inspired last night. Goofy learned. Goofy, that was the big thing we took away from ZZ Adventure. Goofy can learn. He's evolving. Goofy, learned. <laughs> Goofy can <laughs> learn. Despite what you previously thought. Goofy can change. <laughs> and if Goofy can change, so can we. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the, the narrative of the story, though. It was like, Goofy dumb, but with Tinkerbell's help, he could maybe steer a ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, could yeah. steer a ship. But I, I, no, but this is the thing is it was she was saying that he he screwed up all the things and he's like, Oh, I'm a disaster, I'm a mess, like I did it all wrong. And she's like, No, 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 you got the first step right, and that's to follow your heart. Yeah. Which that I made thought a little I, like maybe a little like, oh my god. I thought sentimentally was beautiful, but then I was also like, We're on a ship right now. I really hope the captain's not just following their heart. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope I really hope the captain the real life captain of the ship is yes. did not see the show and be like, Wow We're not going Just to Castaway Key tomorrow. We're going to Alaska. Like you know, like I, I don't know how that would work. But I, I hope know. that's not yeah. You know, but in any case, Doesn't I'm very happy. We are happy for Goofy. So happy. Um, the show was incredible. The show, yeah. was, the show so was so incredible. The show was so incredible. Spectacular. I, have you also been telling strangers how good it was? Yes. yes. All the time. We, yes. we, last night, we were just talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And then somebody came up and he's like, I just wanted to say you put a smile on my face. I'm the producer of the show. <gasps> you oh, met the we, CD yes. Adventure producer? We, ran, we were talking on the deck about how much we loved it completely organically, just like obsessing over the show and he was up on the deck like just hanging out for a drink and he came by and he's like hey like i'm sorry this is probably weird but i ever heard you and it made my entire night and like we've been working for so hard on this and we we're just like we held him there for probably like 20 minutes just yelling at him about everything we loved in the show <laughs> oh and everything that really resonated with. it's so great and i can't believe i feel like this is a good thing to kind of talk about on this podcast right now is that goofy sings go with the flow Yes, which is for you feels like it, it was crafted as good for you. as it can literally get. For yes. Me. yes, like that. First of all, that the sh- that we we're seeing go with the flow outside of the context of the second I saw Crash, I was like, it's over, Brand. Here we go. Mm. It's over. I couldn't believe it. And then that Goofy sang along. I was like, 
I, I'm having a fever. This is a fever dream I'm having right now. This is not actually and then happening. I, and I then mean, every song. T- tiny spoiler alert. We did get to see Goofy swim. Goofy did like back, like backflips. 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 <laughs> yes. On wires. Next level. It was, Goofy was part I of the I loved it, and I was like, am I a sucker for loving it because I love Goofy? No. But no. knowing that both of you who are musically cried. inclined like yes. Cried. Yeah. Both of us cried. I started crying at the Three Princess number. And specifically Merida. I think a lot of the new stuff really got me because it reminds you, like, we are seeing something that is very alive and very new. Because, like, mm. we've never seen Merida sing in one of these shows. We've never heard Goofy yeah. and Minnie sing songs from Moana. You know, they yes. closed the show with Try Everything from Zootopia, which was really funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like all these songs that we've never seen in this way mm-hmm. are now being used in these kind of standard shows like this and i was like wow mm. we, this is just going to keep happening the rest of our lives and this is one of those moments yeah. that's like a marker in time of look at all the stories that this yes that disney has to tell and has told over the last few years that are so beautiful that we're going to have them come out of goofy's mouth literally yeah, mickey mouse's mouth yeah oh my god i also think just as people and as artists like to be able to because of the pandemic like everyone was so isolated so disconnected from each other andrew and i have continued as obviously you have to have continued to produce things and put them out. And you, it, when it's the internet, like you, you don't, someone might tweet and be like, this made my day, but it's just empty words. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you're just putting out music and hoping that people connect with it or whatever, but to be able to share this experience with people, to be able to be back in the parks, back on the cruise, like not back for me, but you know, like yeah, back yeah, yeah, in a yeah. shared space where we're, where you're able to see like, Oh, not only did this, uh, story speak to me but you look left and right and everyone else is teary-eyed and all the kids are, are and you're yeah. like oh, everyone has and, and to share yeah. with the people who made it yes yeah. we met the writer of the show we met the producer of the show we met yes. all these people like we're seeing imagineers see the, the guests try this for the first time that is something i didn't consider we're seeing things be tried and tested and yes. getting to be the people mm. to test it like and it's so emotional for them and the the thing that I've always thought of, of like, wow, somebody thought of this, suddenly becomes, oh my god, you thought of this. This right. person that I just yeah. met thought of this and made this happen and are, are biting their nails hoping that it goes right. Yes. And, and boy, that did is, it ever. And boy, did it ever. And it's boy, did it. so, yeah. so, 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 so beautiful. Totally. Oh One more god. thing I'll just say on that, just just uh, about the whole, like, seeing the Imagineers who created it and whatnot. What's really cool is that every floor, you know, has different drawings and different things from whether it's conceptual art from when it was first created or just drawings now, but specifically the conceptual art, it really is. That's what I get chills even talking about. It, it inspires me so much because it, when you really think about it, it comes down to an idea. It comes down to a vision, Walt Disney and everyone after for, for Disney or for whatever, any creative endeavor, all that it is, is a vision and an idea. And you, you, he drew it out. And now here we are all these years later living with these magical characters that were made with all this heart and those passion. But all it started with was up here. And it's yeah. just so inspiring to see this is the drawing that, that, you know, Walt Disney randomly drew because he pictured this mouse. And now again, we're, we're seeing it. It's just so cool to, to, I know that's not really Disney Cruise specific, but that's no, a big but, revelation. But I've had. yeah, it is really wild to see how many people it takes to make these things happen. That too, yeah. And over time, like it really just was some guy who was like, "Why don't I just sit on a bench at a carousel?" And now we're like on a sideways skyscraper, totally. yeah. <laughs> doing yeah, all this stuff. Exactly. It's it's bonkers to think about. Yeah, it's, and and that's what I feel like this ship specifically is really trying to remind us of, specifically yes. with like nineteen twenty three. And all the concept art on all the walls, it's like, these are all, these stories are, are alive and we're alive. It's not, you know, some algorithm, like this is, this is art. This is something that people really, really care about. 1923 is really 
really cool. It's a restaurant. Ooh, I haven't been yet. I can't You're, wait. Are you going tonight? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, mm. it's every kind of, uh, like section is concept art and maquettes and stuff from different movies. Oh my God. Movies. Yeah. It's spectacular. It's really, really cool. Oh, it's really so cool. cool. To, and there's like a Walt, uh, wing and a Roy wing. Yeah. Which I was like, represent for Roy. I know. Represent for Roy. Congrats <laughs> to Roy Disney. Finally. Roy did it. Yeah. <laughs> he got a room on a cruise ship. Yeah. Congrats to him. You made Walt Disney World. Now we're going to give you a room. Yeah. <laughs> Posthumously. Massively. Yeah. 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 You got it. But I want to know each of you, what was your favorite thing that you did or saw Whoa. on uh, that trip? I know there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you got anything first? <sighs> favorite thing? Well, there's just really so many. Um... I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. CZ Adventure was so great. CZ Adventure was so good. Um, Oh, what was uh, doing the game today? Honestly, Uncharted Adventure is like yeah. so promising and so cool. Um, really, it it it's so like if it's so annoying to say, but like every detail, it's every de- it's the fact that we're in a Princess in the Frog room as opposed to like oh, it's a stateroom on the Disney Wish and it's Disney themed and like yes. there's Mickey Mouse and there's X or Y. It's like no, this is a Princess in the Frog room. You're immersed in a story and every like the cafes, the cafes yeah. like that. There's the Sword in the Stone cafe and the Pinocchio cafe. It's like. Mm. And it's not—it's not like '90s, yeah. you know. It's not like you're in a comical Disney store. No, no, no. Like it's nice. This is a nice shit. Yeah, that just happens to be anchored—no pun intended, but yeah. pun intended a little bit—anchored <laughs> by these characters that we care about so much. You know, yeah. like it's the little statues of Jiminy Cricket in that cafe. It's like the quote on the wall from Merlin. It's—it's it's that stuff that's like, even if you don't realize what it is, yeah, it's giving you the feeling of that story of coming back to these stories that even if you don't didn't know them in the first place it it just mm-hmm. creates a nostalgia for something that you didn't even realize you really had and that's what disney does best and i think it's so exemplary on this ship specifically yeah mm-hmm. i agree absolutely and how about you because this is your first cruise yeah pretty much Our first I, disney cruise yeah i went mean, on a cruise when i was like five but i don't remember yeah either. so pretty much yeah first disney cruise I mean, I, I think in general that's something I've just been learning to appreciate with Disney is how taken care of you feel. Like, I'll go into, like, what I love about the ship, but something that just continues to stand out to me is how every single person you greet, meet, see, who works here, and honestly everyone who's on here, but really the the, the employees, they, they really pick excellent people. They yeah. pick truly down-to-earth, genuine people, and I always feel so taken care of at Disney. Like, I could cry. I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I'm here, and I'm never worried. Like, I'm, I just, I always feel so safe with everyone. So, just the experience, it allows you to just kind of enjoy the experience and not have to think about anything else. Disney does it like no one else. It's yeah. really yeah. spectacular. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I really wish we saw a movie, but it's cool. I love that there's a movie I theater. Know. Just, just to be in the movie theaters, though, like, right. The movie theaters... And there's two on this one. There's usually only one. Yeah, yeah. There's two, and they're beautiful. And they're so, like, talking about immersing you in the story, like, every detail of Neverland and Wonderland. Mm. Like... It, it the backs of the seats in the Wonderland cinema look like the the cards, like the Queen of Hearts army. Like, it's, it's... Yeah, it's fantastic. Every You're single one a.m. walk around trip. I know. Yeah, worth yeah. It. I know. It's like it, it's you. You picture somebody sitting in a room, and by somebody, I mean an imagineer, being like, "Okay, so what do we do for the railing? Oh, it's got to be swords. It's Neverland." Like thinking about. Oh, it's what, to that level. Yes, it's like this is a movie theater. Which is wait, that's so what do we do with so X? wild to think about because that room is dark. That room is always dark. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You can't even see it. Yep. Totally. But totally. The, even the lighting, it's like the lamps on the walls in Neverland are Tinkerbell's wings. It's like oh Tinkerbell, God. and then it's her wings, and Cheshire Cat. It's like his tail and his head is the. Whoa. It's it's so it's 
everything is like, okay, so we have to have this. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to have a salon, right? Yeah. So, so what's that going to be? Oh, it's got to be Rapunzel. And then the curtains can be this. Oh, we have to have a Barbary. What if it was like Captain Hook's thing? Like, it's like, it, it's like the, the Imagineering principle of like when they talk about Big Thunder Mountain and it's like they design the track first. They know it has to go this way for it to be exciting. So how do we make it there a reason in the story for it to go this way? And it's like, we're going to create a little crater right here so that it's like, that's just how the mine train was built. Right. That's everything on this ship. Like this cinema needs, uh, you know, it's got this little part of the stage. Well, everything's got to be part of the source. There's a second start of the right and straight until morning is written on the stage like everything is how do we tell a story with these things that we that we need to have we need to sell coffee how do we tell a story well it's on this floor so it's going to be sort in the stone like yeah everything we need to have the chandelier we need to do this so how do we tell a story with it that's that's the difference it's not it's obviously story first but everything is so functional it is such a functioning cruise but the, the extra mile of the story is what sets this apart from any other cruise ship right. in Disney's uh, line or any other line. I totally. Well, okay, so what's your favorite thing so far? I mean, seeing Goofy on wires was really... Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. There's nothing like it. There's really nothing. I love Goofy. Goofy's not really represented as much as I'd like him to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal for me to see him at a stage show. Yes, Because totally. I've only seen... I've been to all the parks and there's a show in Japan where it's called Mickey's Big Band Beat and it's oh, like... Yeah. Mickey's Big Band Beat. <laughs> It's so great. I promise, Lizzie, I promise Josh we wouldn't get too freaky. No, and we're already like, Mickey Mouse. We're like, this I, show in Japan I, that I, we I, love. No, Josh, I'm showing you a video of this later because I don't know if they still do it like this because I think they've changed it over the years. I'm yeah. not sure. But Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse sits down, shreds on the drums. Like, shreds. Whoa. Shreds on the drums, get, wa- gets up from behind the drum set, walks out, and tap dances for his yep. life. What? It's You know what's easy adventure is? Sorry, finish your big band beat. Oh no, I was just gonna say like that. That show compare like to me that was as close as we've ever gotten to it. Right. Um, but I guess yeah. my, my highlight is I really like from my perspective seeing a, like a lot of new Disney at once because mm. usually it's a yeah. ride, it's a land opening, and it's just like oh, there's a queue, there's a gift shop. Mm. This is like they built a small city, and it's absolutely, all brand new. absolutely, yeah. And it's really nice to see like where they're think where they've been thinking to get to this point mm. and what we can look forward to because this is the fifth ship and there's six and seven are coming around the corner. Right. Can't so wait. like if this is this good, then we know the next two are gonna be great. And because this is the class. That's what they keep saying. Yes. This is this is the first of the new class. Yeah, and so it's, it's like nice. These next two are gonna be I don't know if they can go back to the better. others. That's what I've been thinking. I'm like, I, I want to take our friends on a Disney cruise. I want us to come back, but I'm like, I don't know if I can go I on don't a know. Disney fantasy after nice. doing this. Like, it sounds great, but yeah, especially for bringing someone for their first time or something. It's like, this is as good as it gets. Yes, especially for people who aren't like. I mean, granted, not this audience, but I'm <laughs> I'm a big Disney fan, but I also like nice things. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so, like, this mm-hmm. is a night. It's nice. It's nice. Fancy, it's fancy. nice. Yeah, yeah, everything totally. is nice. Uh, what were you saying about? I was just going to say that Seize the Adventure, oh. I, I couldn't stop thinking about PhilharMagic the whole time. That's a really good point. And, and it's like PhilharMagic live times a trillion. Yes. Mm. Like, imagine, but like giving specifically us, Disney, biggest Disney nerds, our freaking rights. Yes. You know, like, imagine if PhilharMagic had Go With The Flow. Imagine if PhilharMagic oh had, God. like, Merida and all, like, obviously, you know, we got Coco now. Thank you. Yes. But, um, do we see PhilharMagic? I don't, it's like a 3D movie. I don't know if we did. Not sure. Really, really fun. 
But um, yeah, because you uh, for background, yeah. you two went to Disney World together in the last winter. November, yes. yeah, November, yeah. and it was Josh it was your first trip. Correct. Yeah, so I grew up going to Disneyland. Went every year at least with my family. And then uh, never been to Disney World, so I went with Andrew, who who else better to go with? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. planned out to a T. We just we we got lost and immersed, and it was just inc- Disneyland on steroids, if I could say that. Was it? Oh, you can absolutely say that. Was it just you two? Was it a big group? Was yeah, we were there with like our, our wonderful, wonderful group of friends. And oh, we had so great, fun! It was my first time actually going without family. It was my first. Oh time yeah, yeah, because you family. usually go with your oh, uh, brother. My yeah. brother, yeah, I went so much with my mom growing up, and so. I'd gone with my brother two weeks before, actually, <laughs> because uh, we, we knew we wanted to take this trip over all of our like Thanksgiving break, uh, but um, we didn't... I wanted my first trip back after the pandemic. I knew it had to be me and my brother, yeah. so we went, and then two weeks later, I went with uh, our friends, and we had just the, the greatest time ever, and it was it was so liberating and, and wonderful, and just, just a fantastic trip. I think we had such a great time. Well, as, as a Disneyland guy, what did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, so I've always had that opinion, which I'm changed now, but I always had that opinion of, like, Disneyland's the OG, so why mess with it? Like, it's got the magic. Like, I don't need to go anywhere else or whatever. Yeah. But, but going to Disney World, I realized that they not only recapture the magic and it has its own special magic but it's above and beyond like it just goes the extra mile you can never run out of things to do uh, disneyland you could probably with a guide you could probably get through it in a day yeah. disney world like you know there's just, you could never run out of things to do so i was just also like the live animals that was in, the moment oh, that yeah. it flipped for you like yes. you were you were starting to warm up to it but then when we went to animal kingdom and we did the safari you didn't realize what it was until we saw I thought an it elephant. Was animatron. I thought you it was, was like Jungle oh, Cruise. Of course, because you'd, you'd be like, oh, this is comparable to exactly, Jungle Cruise. Exactly, right. yeah. And, and then, then you're like, I'm it. sorry, am I in another country? Exactly, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> it was literally like we saw, like, you know, a lion or something, and Josh turns around and he goes, okay, this is better. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> it really, I yeah. mean, it's really acceptable. The safari is really crazy. I, I never appreciated it as much growing up, but... Now going to Safari, I'm like, this is crazy that this is here. I can't, mm. I can't believe it's just a normal thing to see at like three o'clock if you're bored in the park. Right, totally. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's fascinating to me. Totally. But I do want to talk about Disneyland a little bit. Yes. So having been so much, uh, what's like, what's your typical Disneyland day if you go back? What rides are you hitting? What's oh, your favorite? Okay, yeah. So well, Space Mountain, I could go on five times a day. Although now that I've been on the New Guardians ride, oh yeah, Cosmic World, Rewind. Oh, forget about it, bro. That that we can talk about that for all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally my favorite ride Disney's ever Isn't made. Isn't it so good? I, I, I was saying it's the closest I've ever felt to flying in my life. Yes! You feel like you're flying yes! because it, it's spinning while it's I in feel the like air. I have Excuse no me. bones on it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm just like, yeah. It's like my body is dancing and I'm not even exactly. thinking about it. We were dancing. We yes. were never dancing so hard every time. Yes. It's never so fun. Roller coaster. Like, crazy. Yeah, so, so that's great. But um, I feel like a lot of times I'll start the day in California Adventure at Disneyland. Oh, okay. Because it's like, you know, what's you, you get the water rides out Well, it's still super hot mm-hmm. sort of you, you have the fun ca- or not california screaming sorry uh the oh, Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. <laughs> you know you do all the fun you're stuff. just showing how long you've been there exactly you know i'm an og yeah, i was there when know. the orange ride was there and oh the, my god uh, yeah so and also like frozen lemonade strawberry specifically every time i go to disney i have to that's get that's your it. jam even though it's like you can find it anywhere else like <laughs> for some reason it hits different at disneyland i don't know i don't think i've ever had it oh, oh my gosh the frozen <laughs> lemonade no 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 i don't know it was strawberry specifically out of this world you have to do it it's oh my God. Also, I'm a churro guy because, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Which, by the way, the churros at 1923 were crazy. Oh, yeah. We got, we got all the desserts yes. and we tried them all, and One the churros each. blew us away <laughs> by far. They were all great. All the desserts in 1923. Oh, my God. Were great. I didn't know there were churros. Yep. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Okay. So good. Okay. Yeah. Like so, perfect churros. Oh, my God. 
Oh, so was there, was there a dipping sauce? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? Obviously, they're there not going to give be. you churros without the dipping sauce. Come on. And Come on. Where do you think you are? <laughs> Where do you think you are? The Roy Disney wing? No. I'm sure they, sell, I'm sure they also have it at the Roy Disney wing. Oh, yeah. They we only have the, the dipping sauces in the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Petty. He gets, yeah. that's petty. He gets leftover churros. <laughs> yeah. No, that's no, funny. No, no. Like if if they still have extra at the end of the night, then you, we can have something. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you you started DCA. Yes. You then, get your lemonade. You get your rinds in. Correct. Correct. Well, so now the last few times I've since I've been like eighteen or seventeen, I've been going with the guide because of High School Musical. So yeah. I haven't like you know had a normal day. It sounds bizarre, but a normal day at Disney in a while. But back when my family used to go all the time, we. Specifically, because I have five sisters, so there's oh my God. six kids. So we would always go to <laughs> so many sisters. Yeah, well, but we always had a partner at Disneyland, so we'd always go to Fantasyland, and we'd be like, okay, split up for the next hour and a half. Me back at the Sword in the Stone. Everyone has their partner. Me back at the Sword in the Stone. Wow. For an hour and a half. So me and my sister Allie were always partners. Everyone pretty much had the same partner, and we would just knock off every ride in oh Fantasyland as many times as we wanted. As long as we were back at that time. So that honestly is a big highlight for me looking Whoa. back. And were you two like the duo who had to do all the rides? Were other duos more chill? Uh, Yeah, I think. I, I honestly don't really know what the other duos did. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we'd meet up and see each other, but we were all running you all over the place. You guys were just running and going. Yeah, it was fantastic. But but yeah, I mean, and I feel like it changes every time. But there's there's a couple things. I've only been to Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, no. What is it? Yeah, Tom Sawyer yeah. Island. Yeah. Tom Sawyer's now Island it's Pirate time. Island in Disneyland or Pirate's Lair. Did they change the island itself or... I don't know. I, I don't go there. Nope. I've yeah. gone there one time ever as well. I also don't do the canoes. Mm, I did those once as well, yeah. I'm not there to work. Yeah. I mean, I am literally <laughs> there to work because it's my job, but right. I'm not there to, like, work. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. 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 But I feel like, yeah, it's good to, like, do those things that you don't normally get to do. Uh, like, the less common things. Those are always fun, but I feel yeah. like... Uh, I pretty much t- stick to the standards, yeah. I don't really yep. know what else to say. But also, Fantasmic every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. They brought it back. Also, it it's is wonderful. Back. It's so funny because, it, you know, Andrew does Phantasmic in his show. Oh, spoiler. how I know. Spoiler alert. It's okay, yeah. Is that okay? For me, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think Not we to talked spoil. about it. We talked about it last yeah. time. It's it's, yeah. it's a good uh, selling point. I think yeah. we talked about how good your choreography was. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. I I, uh, I wonder if I'm allowed to say this. I don't think I said it last time, but there was a... I, I'm going to say it. Somebody came to the show somebody came to park map and there's a lot of disney fans that come to park map especially more and more this last run that we just did after you and i did the podcast yeah um so many disney nerds some imagineers came like some people, imagineers yeah came? it was really really cool like are people, you being recruited yes i'm start with you better be a consultant. Uh, i made this whole ship no i don't know uh, but they they uh they came they came to the show it was really nice but the first run we did this this woman comes up to me after the show and she's like you were so great. Like I, I, I worked for the, the, I worked for the Disney cruise line for a really long time. And I was like, well, what did you do? And she like leans, leans forward and whispers to me, I was friends with Mickey Mouse. And I was like, <gasps> what do you, oh my God. Like I'm, I, I'm meeting a celebrity right now. <laughs> yes. And she was like, and by the way, your choreography was perfect. <gasps> wow. Like every like foot thing. And I don't, I'm not doing it consciously where I was like studying it. Like I just like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just oh my God. embody the mouse. Like, yes. Channel the mouse. You. Yeah. I channel yeah. the mouse. I oh really connect to mm. the mouse. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, she was like pointing out different things I did. And I was like, I never need to. Do like the show's good. I don't have to do anything. Yes, you know, once, you get, like, once you get that nod, you're good. I couldn't believe. I was so happy. I was mm. so happy. It was a really, really, really nice compliment. So yes, 
I do fit in Hazmat. Yeah. Yes. Well, so my point to that being that when I, I remember being six and all my sisters, every time someone would come over to the house, we would put on a Fantasmic production. Wow. I would be Mickey. They'd put me on their shoulders. Oh my God. I'd do the thing. I did all, you know, all the, yeah. all the fun, <laughs> you know, stuff. And, and so Fantasmic was always such a huge part. I know every beat of that song. I know every, it was what we listened to on repeat on yep. the drive from San Diego to Anaheim. You know, so I, I just, when you did it in your thing, I was like, I connect, I connected with it so much just because yeah. it's yeah. such a core. The Phantasmic exit music was the exit music for my bar mitzvah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what was your, did we talk about this? Was it was Andrew bar- the Musical. Of course. Of okay. course. Yeah. So every table is a different musical that yeah, either right. I had been in or one that I really wanted to include, mm-hmm. which included Avenue Q and Rent. So they photoshopped my face on the cast members of Avenue Q and Rent. Oh so you have my like 12 year old face on like John Tartaglia's jacked body. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and we now all the styrofoam stuff from that because it was all like styrofoam yeah. centerpieces. It's literally my mom like took it apart and put it all over the walls of my basement. Oh my god! You so, like you can't throw it out because it takes so much time. No, but my a lot of my friends took them and like brought them to college with them. <laughs> which so is very sweet. Wait, what was your giveaway? Oh, I, I, there were hoodies, which also Ooh. my friends have stolen for many years from my house. I still have my but, um, t-shirt. Your t-shirt, but from so mine, I wasn't. I had I hoodies didn't that said like, yeah, No, not yeah. I didn't think yeah. you had a t-shirt for my bar mitzvah, no. but that would be great. That'd <laughs> well, be great. I can give you one, one if you want. Plot twist. <laughs> I would love. To, do you want to switch? Yeah, yeah. Let's switch. Let's switch. Yeah. Um, but I asked if the Fantastic Exit music could be my dance with my mom, and they didn't play it. And, but they played the exit music. It was like the last thing of the night. And I just remember going, yeah! Oh my God. I was so God. happy. And I, it's the exit music of fifty of uh, Parkman. I, I have them play it mm. after the wow. show. Oh my gosh. I just thought of my favorite thing. Yes. The, the pirate show and the fireworks. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. so much fun. I don't know if it was because I was liberated because I had an eye patch on. Yeah, you two were decked out. I couldn't you were really... see anyone looking, so I was just like, they're not there, and I can just dance yeah. and have fun. But we had a blast. I yeah. lost my voice because I was screaming so loud. I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. We... The band was good. Yeah, they were great. They were so red bad. and one of the red. there was a swing. Right, yeah, red was a was an understudy. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because we we. How do you know that? We knew we know people who knew who people, people who yeah. are in some of the shows. Okay. So we're like, that's that's an understudy. And she was awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And it was so cool that she's a character. She's like part of this now. When mm. she she said, because of the story of the pirate thing, I don't know if anyone was paying attention to the, the story, the real plot details of what was going on. But she said something about like two uh, captains of the Caribbean need to meet and then the fires can go off. And so Jen, Jack Sparrow came and they met and then the fire like Red and Jack oh, Sparrow Oh, I definitely met, missed that. And the fireworks went off. Yeah. That was what happened. I really thought it was going to be Jack Sparrow and he's like, Oh my meeting, and then it's like me and Captain Minnie was gonna come oh, out, I and, and she was gonna be part of the pirate show, mm. and I was like, that that would have been good. Yeah, yeah but I'm really good. happy that Red is getting a like. I, I think it's cool. So I don't know if you know about this, Josh. Basically, what happened was, um, and I don't. You can cut this because yeah. people know. Um, no, 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 they don't always but, know. Okay, great. So basically, there used to be uh in the auction scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. If you remember, it used to be auctioning off like brides. Like yeah. a bride like women auction. Were in oh, auction. in the ride. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And there of was course. like a, they they would say, we want the redhead because everyone wanted to marry the redhead. They yeah. were like, this is not cool, actually. This is not exciting. I remember that. being 10 and being like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely, that's so funny. Just yeah. like women for sale. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Quite right. literally women for sale. So they redid the scene to be a regular auction. and But the redhead was such an iconic character. They were like, we can't get rid of her. So she's going to be a pirate. Herself, mm. and she's holding up the auction. Mm. Yeah, that's um, cool. She's and, an enterprising young businesswoman. Yes. Yeah. So they're Part like, not only arc. that, not only are we going to like patch up the scene, we're going to make this character like an iconic Parks character. Mm. Yeah. Like that she's going to be the center of a lot of, 
uh, stuff, and I can't believe it. I'm, I'm so happy it's extending to the cruise, because I remember that was such a huge deal when yeah. it happened only a few years ago. Yeah. And now, now here she is. It's very cool to see the, the whole sort of lineage of, of that character now. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Josh, who is your favorite Disney character? Princess Tiana. Like, in Parks too. Yeah, no, hands down. Princess Tiana. Do you get... Your favorite to me is Princess Tiana, you think? My favorite of all time. Also, Peter Pan. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I'm Peter Always Pan. Fun. I want to get a tattoo of the second start of the right on my thumb. Ooh. Um, I, I, I was Peter Pan when I was 12 in a musical theater production of it. Like, <gasps> Peter, Did you fly? I did fly, yes. Ooh. It was very uncomfortable, and it uh, caused permanent damage. But, you know, it's <laughs> I've never flown. I've never flown in a show. I've never gotten never into flown? One, There was stuff. one time when you're not supposed to do this, but they uh, were hooking me up to the harness for a rehearsal. And then everyone like went away, and I was still hooked up to the thing, and no one was around, and the curtain was closed, and we were in like a rehearsal, and no one was there. So I looked left and right, and I went over to the ropes, and I literally pulled. You can't, I can't explain this via audio, but yeah. I, I would pull myself up, and I just kept going, and I went all the way to the top. So I'm sit, like flying at the top, <laughs> holding my own rope, and I'm like, if I let go of this, I'm dead. And nobody came by, luckily, and I like let myself down. But I don't know how I got away with that when I was 12. But I literally could have died. Like, you're yeah, just desperate crazy. to fly. I know, yeah. Desperate. Yes. That's Even crazy. if it's on my own hand. Even oh if I have to pull myself God. up, I'm going to fly. But anyway. Wow. Now, are you into like a parade, a firework? Oh, I love a parade. Specifically, the electric. What is it called? Oh, the major major electrical, electrical parade. parade. Yes, but that one was always canceled. Every time we went, it would rain, and we were like, "Well, great." Well, oh, she's, back. Cool. She's, she's back. back. She's back. She's back in full force. Hopefully, waterproof this time. But yeah, no, I would say that I love the parade or the the electrical parade. Like, I mean, I always love the fireworks show, but recently in Disneyland, I hope they change it soon. It's just become this yep tragic, d- dis- disappointing projection random like edm music I, yes like, you're talking about mickey's mix magic oh my god i'm thank so you. sorry no disrespect to whoever did but it's that. it's not because we're here to I've see fireworks we're here to see like disney music that we we're love. here to cry we're yeah. here to feel yes. we're here to we're here to be inspired yes. we're not here to go it's <laughs> like, literally what it is i know i just we waited so long to watch them and then it happened and i was and there were no fireworks too it was just yes the projections, I was they, like... They do it on nights when it's too windy for fireworks, but for a while, they did it instead of fireworks. Yeah, no, that's... Have you seen this? You, oh. I don't think you would. Yeah, well, because I love the fireworks show. It's weird to have this, like, majestic parade that has history and, like, mm. it's beautiful, and these little animals, like, like squirreling around, yeah. and then just be like, yeah, some projections? Oh, God, yeah. And the projections aren't even, like, like it's yeah. not like they're impressive. They're not. It's not like World of Color where you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. World it's of just Color like, is awesome. Uh, like strangely fitted projections where like Mickey's hate faces all over the castle. Yeah, you can't really see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and in the music again, like that. That's everything to me, with, especially yeah. with how spectacular the projection mapping is in every park now in right. Disney World. Yeah. yeah, in every park on on Tower of Terror on um uh uh, uh the Tree of Life. Like it's yeah. it's so and of course Cinderella Castle. It's so beautifully mapped. Yeah. To, that sometimes it looks completely flat. You know, like it looks like it could be like a screen. Right, yeah. right. It so what did we think of Enchantment? The Here's the thing. I like it. Obviously, it's not Happily Ever After. <laughs> it's not Happily it's Ever not After. It's not Wishes. I, I, I don't not hope it's like temporary special for the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary, especially compared to Harmonious, which I think is so spectacular. I love Harmonious. We love Harmonious. The, the Epcot, Epcot one. The Epcot Nighttime Yes, show. yes, great. Um, oh, is that the, the, the one of the castle that we saw? That's, that a, that's called Enchantment. And that's Enchantment. Oh, Harmonious oh, is the one we saw, like, literally three nights ago at Epcot. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Totally, um, totally. I like it. I like Enchantment. Yeah. I don't, like, love Enchantment. I'm not passionate yeah. about Enchantment the same way I am Happily Ever After mm. yeah. and Wishes. But I like it. 
Yeah, because yeah, I like onward like, and onwards around, onward, and yeah. I'm like, wow, look, there they are. You know, I'm like <laughs> that, totally. that's enough for me. Yeah, I right. still yeah, cry. Yeah. I cry. Yeah, I I can cry pretty easily, yeah. and I like to, so it works yeah. out nicely for me. But <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I hope it's not one or the other where you want to cry but you can't, or you cry and you don't want to cry. You... No, I I cry and I want to. Yeah, that's good. That's so healthy. I think that's good. Yeah, it's like see the adventure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I want to know more Disneyland favorites, non-favorites. Mm. Do you have a restaurant that you've been to there that you really like? Mm. Well, I mean, Club 33. Yes. But... You've been to Club 33 in Disneyland? I have, yeah. I, didn't, I, I, went, I just that. went for my birthday for the first time. Inland? Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Crossed it off the list. Nice. We've now, or I've now been to all of them in Disney World. Mm. I've been to all four. We went to yes. two, yeah. two of them. Yeah. Um, I've been to both Disneyland Disney and Grand California, too, and in, in uh, Anaheim. The the Club Thirty Three, or it's called something else. Oh, on uh, nineteen oh one at California Adventure. Yes, yes, yeah, that's also really cool because they have all the original drawings in there, like the original original, yeah, not a copy. Like it's, it's that's crazy. cool. What were you saying? You, I think I cut you off. Oh, I well, I went to I finally went to Club Thirty Three. Right, right. Um, and it was I thought it was lovely. Yeah, it's a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah. smaller than I thought. It was so be. much smaller than I thought. I thought it was going to be this like gigantic exactly. restaurant. Nope. The no. reason you go to Club Thirty Three is to be right. having this conversation right now and to say you went. To Club oh right. no, we probably sound so pompous. <laughs> No, which no, is no. like, it's just because people ask me, like, have you been? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Like, yeah. Like, it's it's obviously great. The food is really great. It's it's a nice reprieve. Yeah. But it's not like my life changed at Club 33. Yeah. You know? Like, right. I would, I would, I want to hang out there for a little bit. And then I want to go on spaceship. Yeah, Earth. I like being you know, with the I people. Wanna... I like being in the park. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's nice to have a second, especially if you go a lot. It's really nice. I bet, like, if you live in Florida or you go a lot, it's nice to be like, it's so hot. I just need to like sit and eat for like yes. two hours. Yeah, totally. There's no reason not to do that, and it's great, 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 great for that. Uh, yeah. And I loved so... it. I did love it. To be clear. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. I, I love, love Club Thirty Three. Yeah, mm. but it's like the park is the real thing. Yep. Um, Josh, since you went to Epcot before the cruise. Mm. I assume that this one dragged you on journey. A figment. <laughs> yeah, the oh, figment. Yeah, he dragged me. That's for sure. Yeah. No, what did What did you think of it for someone who hasn't grown up um, loving it and caring about it as much as Andrew? Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, full transparency. I didn't even know what figment. I'd never heard the word yeah. figment until we were on the ride. Like I didn't even know what was happening, and then this little purple dinosaur was on the roof, and I was like, or the ceiling, and I was like, what the. It's on. trippy, right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I just, I didn't understand what the character is. He seems lovable. I mean, he seems like yeah. a cool guy. I don't know what his thing is. I, I couldn't tell you a single fact that then he's a dragon. He's purple, but he's a dragon, right? Yeah. 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 See, I don't think so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, I, and you know, it was cool. It was cool. It yeah. was fun. We did the, we did the like keychain uh, inside out photos. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. We did the like, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For all of our oh friends. I think I was anger, which is. You were anger. Really yeah. Yeah. And you were like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was joy because we were in Disney World. And then, yeah. It's like um, our one of our best friends has it on her keychain. Like we, yeah. we just did it. It was a special trip, but Figment was. I was very happy to be dragging everyone on Figment, and I don't remember actually riding Figment. Mm. I don't remember actually riding it when we were together. I know we did, but I don't. I remember because I know that I was like, "This is for me." You know, I wasn't yes. like, "What does everyone think about this? Isn't this fun?" I was like, "This is for me yeah. right now." Totally. Were you just singing along by yourself? Definitely. I mean, you know, every time I every time I see the Eric Idle Moon. Even if I'm by myself, oh, which yeah. I was this this last time, because Josh flew in a little later than me. I missed so my I, flight. But... Yeah, Josh missed, missed oh, our no. flight, so he came in a little later. So I went on Soren and Figment. Those are the two rides I did in the morning, and I got on Figment. And even to myself, every time I see the Eric Idle Moon, I say, "There he is." Yep. Because <laughs> you know what? 
There he is. There he is. There he is. Mm-hmm. And we should be ever so grateful. Yeah. Half of the things you just said went right over my head. But... I know. We uh, we got I got to reel it in. Yeah, gotta, yeah. I need, I we can't get some, too deep. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm um, following. I'm tracking. Assuming you've been on Guardians at DCA. Yes. And yeah. that you've grown up a Tower of Terror. Yes. Which do you prefer? Oh, oh Guardians. Yeah. Because the it's music. Answer, like, it's, it's the biggest yep. game changer. And also because it's it's actually better. Like, they they made the elevators yeah. move more. And it's it's less predictable. It's different every time. You get a different song every time. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. I will say this is a total flex. And I don't feel any shame for saying this. But the last few times I've gone, they've get, given my party our own elevator. Whoa. So we get the entire room to ourselves. And we just have a blast. That's the, and, yeah, that's, the, that's unreal. So fun. So, fun. so I, I, we ran into, we were in line to board, I think, behind, or, or we met, I don't remember when, we met the Imagineer who was the art director on Guardians. Oh. Uh, Guardians, and, and we this were... new Guardians, though, right? New, no, Disney no, Guardians World. in Disneyland. Oh, like, oh, like, oh. Like, oh. like uh, uh, Mission, co- Breakout. Mission Breakout, thank you. Um, and uh, I was just like, the thing is, that Tower of Terror in Disneyland was always worse. Yeah. Oh, there's an internet. I know. There's there's a bell, and in my head, I'm like, oh, class is over. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's Thank just you guys. a cruise drive. Great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. All right. Pick it up tomorrow. Um, uh, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, um, Guardians. Right, right. Uh, it was, in Disneyland, it was always worse, because the whole pitch of Tower of Terror in the first place was it's not just going to go up, down. It's going to go yes. far back. Yes. That was the whole pitch. That was the whole reason it got made. And then the ride was so popular that they just made it again in Disneyland, but they didn't make it go forward back. They yeah, just so it was it always down. inferior. Mm-hmm. So it was no like, offense to your childhood. Hey, no, look, look. I'm only mildly offended. No, <laughs> so, but now it absolutely holds its own. Yeah. Now, like, with, with Cosmic Ground, it's so fun. And, and Joe Rody obviously talks about, like, how they re-engineered it so that it's a it's a joyful sort of laughy feeling and not yeah. a fear feeling mm-hmm. that you feel in your stomach, which I think is so, so Yes, cool. that's a good point. That's a good so point. I, I will say the one thing I miss is the line for Tower of Terror. Yes, and we I were, mean, that's that's it. That's yeah. the best cube yeah, it really maybe is. ever. Andrew and I were talking about the importance and the value in uh, uh, the lines for rides because, yeah. like, Indiana Jones, half the ride is the line. You yep. know, like you, you're fully immersed. You forget you're even in Disneyland. You're you're like in this whole other world. And I think like it's just I have such an appreciation for the the rides that have the really thought out lines. And and Tower of Terror has a special place in my heart. And that. Cosmic Rewind does a fantastic job. Yeah, mm. Cosmic Rewind's queue is awesome. Did you have a favorite song? Did you write it enough to have September. a favorite? September. September. Earth Fire. Yeah. It, I mean, that was the first one, and it was just, like, it, it's, it's so, so wonderful. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to... Usually, I'd be like, what's your favorite? And it's like, that's just... It has to be at the top. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just so we, good. we also had Conga and Disco Inferno. Oh, I love Conga's yeah. party. Yeah. Oh, we... I mean, every, th- every time a song starts... Because we... I know there's more songs, too, and we didn't know... I've never looked at the song list on purpose. So, every time a song started, we went... Yes! Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's time to party. The ride is so long. In the best, it's the yes. right length. Yes. It's the perfect length. Yeah. It's so good. The rides yeah. lately, in general, that they've been making, I think, are really stepping up the game. Like, the new Star Wars ride in Disneyland. Yeah. Like, it's just next. What, is it Disneyland or World? That both. It's on? a both. Oh, it's, okay, yeah. Yeah. But just, like, another level of, like, even smooth, which might sound so silly, but, like. No, it's not silly at all. You, you go on Space Mountain, and it's great, but it's still a little jerky. Yeah. I mean, versus Matterhorn. Come on. Oh, like, my, I can't even go on Matterhorn. I can't. I can't. I can't. My, my bones. My day. 
I'm so sorry. It ruins my day. Yeah. If I go on, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, my head's over, like it's done. So yeah, I'm definitely a smooth guy. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, oh yeah. But that's why the Guardians, what you call Cosmic Rewind, Cosmic Rewind, Rewind is so spectacular, is because it's just so flowy and, and you you know your specific thing spins for people oh, who haven't been on so it. Like good. it's it's just such a beautiful experience. Um, which not that the other ones aren't, but I just think lately they're up yeah. in their game, and it's yeah. cool to see where rides are headed because. We're getting so much more creative with like VR. Speaking of, and like even like the Spider-Man game, you know, like just different ways in which you're more interactive or or whatever. I think it's a really cool trend that we're headed towards. I'm excited to see the new rides I agree. in this day and age. I agree. Yeah. Anyone who's uttered the words Genie Plus knows firsthand that vacations require time, money, planning, energy. And if you put all that effort into enjoying your trip already, why not extend the highlights of that getaway into your everyday with FrameBridge? Put that vintage Epcot ticket up in your office and give it a little personality. Surprise your kid with their favorite character's autograph immortalized on the wall of their room. FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to custom frame any photo, park map, or even cocktail napkin from a theme park hotel bar in just minutes. You can mock up exactly what it'll look like on their website before you even spend a dime. Things ship fast and they ship for free, and their colorful custom framing means they'll not only help you plan your gallery wall, but make sure your place looks cooler than the interiors of that mid-century modern home within Spaceship Earth. I love the mementos I framed with FrameBridge so much that I rearranged my entire office so I can enjoy them daily. This is not a bit. This is this is true life. They're the backdrop to my podcast Zoom interviews, my Instagram stories, and even the goofy photos we take of Pearl tip-tapping away at my keyboard like she's a miniature employee. Too often, our favorite memories of a vacation are tucked inside our phone or shoved within a drawer. And it thrills me to no end that because of FrameBridge, I can finally be surrounded by my memories. FrameBridge makes custom framing easy, affordable, and enjoyable. And on top of that, their happiness guarantee ensures that no matter what, you'll wind up with something you love. To get started, head to FrameBridge.com, because your precious travel memories shouldn't have to stay in the past. That's FrameBridge.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Should we do a lightning lane round? Yeah, let's do Which it. Which I feel like you've answered. This? Andrew's answered most questions. Yeah. Just a silly little quick question. Okay. Um, I asked... I'm, 99% sure I asked Andrew this. You definitely asked me... I asked you... Oh, it's sorry. What I'm going to say... This I'm, question. Okay, definitely, go. I think. If you could star in any ride pre-show, like if you could be I in did. the video for any ride... Oh, oh. Which, which would you choose? Oh, that's so good. That's and you so can good. cast yourself as like a part other people already play. Yeah, Or yeah. just be like, I really like this ride. I want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Anything. Oh, wow. I asked you that, right? You did. And yeah. I think I said Dr. Seeker. Dr. Seeker, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's, that's great. I mean... This is we were just talking about it, but the Guardians, uh, the one in in Disneyland, 
I, I oh yeah, love, Mission Breakout. Yes, I yeah. just I love their interactions. I love all that stuff. I mean, you know, I would probably take Chris Pat, Pratt's part, but I would never be as cool as Chris Pratt. But um, I just love <laughs> that they, like they're running around and the monsters grabbing them and and like yeah, it just looks so fun and that that'd be really fun to act. But also like and again, this is it really only works because Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd. But the show at Marvel, like the the entire the worlds of Marvel, worlds oh of Marvel, here yeah, yes, the board, on, yeah. The, on the ship. Um, I don't know if that counts for the question, but it counts because the acting in that was spectacular. So good, so yeah. good. Wasn't it like a yeah. really good performance? Yes, it was so fun. He's always yeah. good. I and then and then it. Paul Rudd really came out at the end. Yeah, yeah. Actually, really him. Paul Rudd was on the ship and he came out in his yeah. to thank us for helping him defeat <laughs> Ultron. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It was really him. Anyway, no, but but yeah, I don't know. I think those two probably. But this yeah. is the lightning round, so I'm gonna make them quicker. Okay, I did exactly um, the same thing. What is your favorite Pixar film? Oh, up. Up. I think up. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to think about that, but I'm pretty sure it's up. Okay, yeah, are you I mean, as an onward. No, 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 no. I, I love up. Uh, onward is a very, very personal yeah, thing. But it's, I, it's we've talked about our shared love of Monsters University, yeah, which as well. we love Monsters University, and I love it because you get to see characters working towards something, which is why mm. I love Princess and the Frog. Yes, because Tiana's the only one who has a job. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Josh loves Cars too. I, yeah, we watched Cars 2 the other day to take a nap. What? <laughs> You're a Cars, Cars 2 Listen, when I was 11, it was the coolest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I was I, I watched the movie four times in theaters. I was so what? obsessed with Finn McMissile. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I wanted to be a spy, and I wanted to be a car. <laughs> I, I was like, I am I am in. I am One day, in. when I grow up, I'm going to be a car. <laughs> yeah, specifically a spy car. But yeah, no, I just... And then you Mater... Wait, somebody in your family hero. had to take you to Cars 2 four times? Yes, they did, unfortunately. Or fortunately, for me. Not yeah. for them. But yeah, no. And like seeing Mater, the underdog, become the superhero and like kind of accidentally and like clumsily and like watching him transform and be like his, the best, best friend and like come through and him getting his own movie. I know everyone hates Cars 2 for whatever reason. I, again, I haven't seen it since I was like 12 other than when we took a nap. So I didn't <laughs> see it still. <laughs> But I just remember always loving that movie and never getting why everyone Well, stand behind it then. Yeah, no, I stand behind it. I stand behind it. 100%. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. If there is a character that, I don't know if I asked you this, so I want to know. If there's a character that does not exist in the parks, that you that doesn't exist that you can meet yet. Oh. Who would you want to meet? I don't understand the question. Like, um. Like a character who, like, you can go meet Baymax. Yes. Who's somebody you can meet that you want to meet? Oh. From any Disney property. I want people to be able to meet. Uh, Ricky from High School Musical. <laughs> I want to see a guy dressed up as you. With a guitar? With a like guitar and he's hair. like, hey, you want to hear my new song? Oh, like, you God. know, like, if they can do it for like, you know, for we should figure something out because that'd be fun to do like with some of the other cast members, like a pop-up thing where we're well, our characters. I, 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 my, we've talked about it as a secondary answer to the pre-show question. I've thought a lot about if they ever, they should, if they ever do like a High School Musical the Musical series like experience like they did with like, I think of, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, I think of like the, American Idol. I, yes, yeah. I think of American Idol. I think of the High School Musical uh, show that they used to do at Hollywood Studios or formerly MGM. Um, I think Antoine, my, my character, should be the pre-show. I, I think it should be like, Ooh. you are almost as a ride. Be patient, everyone. <laughs> hey, is anybody a little out there? Florida, right? It's not this out where I'm from in France. You know, like, just I'm shocked like, they haven't done like a summertime stage show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and it's really, Josh, as, as soon as our show really works off, there, the pandemic hit. So, right. Oh, and when I pitch you this idea, you... <laughs> 
You said, and I'm driving the, the car for the ride. That's well, what Josh this boy said. loves a car. Josh said, he, <laughs> drives, <laughs> he drives the car for the ride, but not as Ricky. It's just like, you just work there. Yes, like, you're not, yeah. like, and people are like, can I take a picture? You're like, I just work here. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, he's actually always driving the ride. <laughs> Stupid. Sign me up. Sign wait, me have up. you had to, I think I asked you this. Um, wait, did we cover what I said? No. Or did we space out? I didn't. No, um, not at all. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you asked, me. Oh, character you want to meet yeah. that doesn't exist. I said Ricky, and I mean it. Ricky. Okay, I, I don't know there, there's a chance they could have one of him in the parks but i think seeing like a really well designed iron man suit that like he, he could like open the face yeah. Like, and, yeah like that would be really awesome yeah just as a marvel fan they have iron man but it's it's not like the full right right the full what's suit. your answer carly uh turning red i want to oh my god wait and that's such a good had answer. it should be in the canada pavilion at epcot yep and I had the director and the producer on the podcast, and I was like, oh. is there a design for it? And they said yes. Oh. That, like, it's been designed. The panda suit's been designed. Awesome. <gasps> they don't know if it's approved. Mm. And I'm kind of like, you got to approve it or I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, As right. a woman, I'm offended. I'd like to meet Ian and Barley from Onward. Because they were out for they a minute. They were out for a minute, the and now they don't come out anymore. Yeah. I would like oh, that. Very and much it was like me. the week before the pandemic and then gone. Yep. Mm. They came out when the movie came out at Pixar yeah. Pier, yeah. and now mm. they're... But they've got to be somewhere. Gotta, those boys like must be somewhere. very, very much to meet them. Oh, my yeah, I tell you gosh. who I don't want to meet is Buzz Lightyear with a real face. Uh, yeah, we can get into that. That's controversial. Because I saw that and I screamed. And <laughs> yeah, then yeah. I immediately posted online um, saying it was a nightmare. I'm just and so then... fascinated by Pixar is so yes. delicate with their, every other Pixar character. Miguel, you know, all their human Pixar characters are never people. Well, I got yelled at about this because everyone said Merida. Merida. Because Merida with like the but Merida hair. Count, but Merida is included as a Disney princess, so there was probably like some oh, you're right. secondary negotiations. Yes. Well, I realized what it all boiled down to, because there's both Lightyear versions. There's Buzz Lightyear's we know from the Toy Story, right. and then there's Lightyear so they didn't Ridges, want you to confuse uh, like a two, California actor wearing, <laughs> right, <laughs> wearing a right, spacesuit, yeah. um, <laughs> is that the best comparison is comparing someone like Mr. Incredible who would be strange if just a buff man was there in spandex saying, I'm Mr. Incredible. Right. But that's kind of Gaston. True. Because Gaston is just a, Gaston a is man a looking buff. Oh, is it? With a, yeah, yeah and it's just, just a, a mm. we call it a face character, so it's like a right. human face. Right, I right. one time, not to detour everything, I feel like we're already doing that, but... That's the joy of this. I saw, um, and journey. maybe I talked about this last time on the podcast, but I don't think I did. Uh, my brother and I, but tell me if I did. My brother and I saw the Beauty and the Beast live show at Hollywood Studios, and we've seen it like hundreds of times, and we love it. And the, but the only two people who sing live in that show are Gaston and Belle. They're the only two people that sing live. Everyone else lip syncs or is, you know, a big mascot costume. And normally Gaston is played by like an older, very buff baritone. Mm. Like, like, like he's like older and you're like, this is weird, but he sounds great. And he's got all this chest hair. The last time we went to see it, it was like this young guy who was like, um, uh, Right from the moment when I met her, saw her, oh, no. I said she's gorgeous, and I fell. I, 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 my brother and I just like gripped each other's legs, like this is the we're seeing the performance of a lifetime. Here in town, there's only she who is beautiful as me. One of these days, you're gonna marry me, Belle. Like oh, that was the whole thing. No, I was, no. I was over the moon. Not I was so. Happy. Oh my God, <laughs> Or a Star Tours chime Gaston. Star yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Star Wars chime boy Gaston. Oh my god! It was it was spectacular. So, so I, I mean, enjoyed the rendition. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, that was. I mean, I just. I saw. I was like, vision. that's an interesting. I mean, it's an interesting take on the character. Yeah, it feels very like Jimmy Fallon song wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly right. Oh my gosh! Mm. 
since you are within the Disney family and you have had the opportunity to go to a lot of different things, uh-huh. what's the most secret or fun Disney space you've ever been to? Whoa. Huh. That's a good, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I, have an, I have an answer for this, actually. Oh, go ahead. Never mind. Going backstage at Animal Kingdom Ooh. is crazy. Mm. Because, first of all, I didn't know the Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey are in the same building, same show building. Yeah. Mm. Which blew my mind. And then just driving around and seeing, like, the, there is so much space. Yeah. There's so much space. And there's all this greenery and all this stuff. You know, the, the nursery and the, the clinic. And they, like, grow. It, it, there's just so, so much space. And driving around back there and also seeing, like, because you'll, you'll find backstage, like, there was a boat from Maelstrom backstage at Epcot. I think just generally backstage seeing the weird, oh, backstage at Space Mountain mm. was crazy. Because in Disney World, in Disney yeah. World, because they bring you through the exit and then around the back, and there's like old like Tomorrowland Speedway cars and like all the cast members oh, are written wow. on the wall. Like I've seeing, never seen that. It's it's truly like an industrial. Because you, so backstage. you guys, this is very insidery, but yeah. you guys, there's um, I love to say this, I'll have to clear it, but there's like a line, and some people who get VIP tours get backdoored. Wait. Which yeah, means that they don't that. go through the crowd. Yeah, Correct. and so when you get back door, you see other stuff that even other people who are on VIP tours right. never see. It's the extra exclusive. It's, yeah. it's like a secure, Frank, especially for Josh when when we visit the parks, like it's a security. Yes, thing. that's why they do it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and it's, but that means you got to see stuff. We, I've you never see seen some in, crazy in stuff. Definitely, yeah. you definitely. see some very, very, wow. very neat stuff. Next time we're there together, you can come with the party. Oh yeah, just like yeah. oh, you can go on the ride. I just want to. Yeah, just exactly. I'm gonna the, take the guide back. I want to see the debris back exactly, here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see where. I want to see your workplace. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to go on any rides. I just want to just... see the place that you call work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one more final, final question Please. for both of you. Okay. Disney is going to reboot. The movie of your choice. What movie is it, and what role are you playing? Whoa. Oh, oh what role am I And we're talking, we can make an animated movie, live action. Well, we I've been trying to get them to, to make a live action um, Prince Cars 2? <laughs> yeah, Cars 2. I want to see real cars. No, no. I've been they trying... don't talk. Yeah, yeah. They don't talk. It's a silent movie. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Just captions. It's great. Uh, no, but uh, obviously I wouldn't be involved in any way, but I've been trying to get them to make a live action Princess the Frog because I think that that would be killer. Yeah. Especially with the ride coming out. Yeah. I'm just saying, That's a good idea. idea. But you got to cast yourself in it. You're the talent. Well, I don't know if there's any rules for me in Princess and the Frog. Could... We've talked about, and I've heard you talk about it with some other people too. We've talked about live action Luca. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That would be really, really fun. Good. We could do that. I obviously want to do. I'd like to onward the musical. I would like for Ratatouille the musical to be realized in oh, some Oh, Ratatouille could yes. be that'd be good. Um but uh those are and also like oh god. You know what I would die at live action Treasure Planet. I would be the greatest oh, movie yeah. I'd like ever seen in my life. I think they're developing Atlantis too. That would be <gasps> I I heard there's a rumor online. I'm not Ooh. like saying anything that people are is not already spectated or yeah. what's See, he's out, he's out here casting himself in five things. You yeah, got no, it. No, no, no. I I think I think Atlantis is going to be I, I don't think I'm going to be any of these characters. But if I was going to be any of them, I think I would be good as the Treasure Planet boy. I think I so. Think I, I absolutely think so. Mm. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I think you would be really good at that, too. Thanks. Oh, God, we both go up for it. I don't know. We're both good. It's a happy. We always cheer each other on, yeah. We always cheer each other on. We Whenever I get a self-tape, I say, I bet Josh got this self-tape. <laughs> Do you go for the same roles? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. In general, hundred percent. We we will we will talk months later every now and then about like oh I was in callbacks for this thing oh you were in callbacks for this yeah, thing yeah totally yeah, yeah it's fun but oh, that's yeah. the thing is that 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 
it just blows my mind how people it makes perfect sense but at the same time people don't understand when they're like jealous of their friends or they don't want to help their friends with the self-tape or they're they're hoping that the friend doesn't get it it's like dude like if the, like perfect example when i tested a screen tested which is the final round of auditions for high school musical um michael Semino was the guy pretty much who i was up against it was down to us and a couple other people but i in my mind was like he's gonna get the role it's his absolutely and we got along really well it was the first time we met we got along really well in the audition room and it was fantastic and i ended up walking away being like if he gets the role i'm happy for him like i hope like you know i was like that's awesome That'd, that'd be great and then obviously i got the role but two weeks later he got cast as victor in love victor which was oh going to be on Disney Plus and then Hulu and now it's back, now it's back yeah. on Disney Plus. But it was just really cool because it, it you know it could have been one of those things where either he was tearing me down or I was tearing him down and whatever, and I felt competitive and whatnot. But it's like, no, one of us is right for the role and one of us is right for something else. So yep. let's just see how this works out. And we both ended up getting our thing, and I genuinely believe it's because we both had really good attitudes about it. And but we both, like... So anyway, I, I just think that's a perfect example of how, like, in this industry, like, if you don't get a role, you weren't supposed to get it. it, it 100%. blank period. Yeah. So you shouldn't be upset about that. You should be focusing on the roles that are right for you and this is a whole other conversation no but i love that it's like it's so indicative of like how you guys are such good friends and supportive Mm, of each other yeah always and and the thing is like the people you work with and again this is not disney parks but whatever it's fine it's life yeah yeah Yeah. the people you work with are the the people who are gonna uh throw you a bone five years from now when you're when you're doing the thing so if you are entitled and you're on set you think i deserve better i deserve more pay i want more attention i want more lines i want more this and you complain you whine and you you drag your feet to set and you make it for everyone else the producer when they're doing another project even if you fit the description perfectly they're not going to call you and i think so so many people take it for granted and they think oh well i'm successful so i'm going to always be successful or that you know i'm i'm enttitled to this uh, attention or i'm entitled to this privilege or whatever you lose your gratitude you totally lose your gratitude and the second you yeah. lose that i'm telling you that you don't last like and even the people who do last it, it, it gets around yeah you know? it's, it's a, bad when nobody around you wants to be around you exactly, like, it's not yeah. good for anyone totally no, totally yeah. so i just think that that's something i really admire in andrew and i think that we, we both really try and practice that a lot is that yeah, with each other too yeah. every day like over and over we're like reminding each other like we're on a cruise we're on a cruise ship we're on the disney wish 10 things you're grateful for right now like yeah. we do it tons yeah, and tons totally. of times a day and focusing on those things because the reality is like your your reality is what you focus on like ultimately we could go we could have this be on the same ship and we we're each three gonna have completely wildly different experiences and mm-hmm. it all has to do with what we chose to focus on some things happen to you of course but it's the aspects that you choose to focus on that change how that experience affects you so it's like it's being intentional about that it's i think something we're both really good about and then we hold each other accountable to it and then again i think it it when it comes to music, when it comes to Disney, when it comes to acting, when it comes to writing, when it comes to all that, when you focus on gratitude, when Andrew calls me and he's like, hey, I'm doing this reading for my play, the guy called out sick, or Mrs. Train, I need you to be in the city in 30 minutes. Can you be here? That's the kind of thing that I'm like, I'm <laughs> Three minutes ago. ride or die, I'm there, Andrew. I, I get on a, in an Uber right away and I'm reading the script on the way to my on the way to the thing. This ha- this literally <laughs> happened. Exactly. This way. But I'm only doing that because Andrew is such a wonderful guy. Like, there are people who will talk mad uh star wars tribe behind your back (laughs) and then we'll um and then we'll ask you for a favor and it's not that i'm stingy or like whatever but it's like i'm way less inclined to help somebody who's been a boundary it's just a boundary if you feel affected by that person in a negative way you're 
obviously want to set a boundary. Like, I don't really want to be around that energy. So no, I'm not going right. to go out of my way. In fact, I'm going to go out of my way to kind of distance myself a little bit. No offense to anybody else. It's just I was affected by your behavior in this way. And so I'm setting this boundary. All the love in the world. Totally, totally. And I think when you have the attitude of like, what can I give and what can I bring instead of what can I get? I think a lot of times people will come onto a set and think, I need fame. I need attention. I need what set. I mean, X, Y, Z. It's everything. Yes. But when you, when you walk with an attitude of like, how can I give? How can I contribute? How can I make my day better how can I make this person's day better or whatever then that's what you get back and people are like how can I give how can I help you and whatnot and I think that attitude shift is a huge one that I've had recently and, and it's just been the biggest game changer because you go through life uh, you don't go through life as a victim you go through life as a contributor and somebody who wants to um be be giving and spreading light and that therefore that's what you, you're met with but it's it is interesting because I think a lot of people underestimate how much of their success has to do with their attitude. That's ultimately hundred percent. Like it, that is ultimately the, the, the difference because like with Thomas Edison, it's like, it's not that he created the light bulb or invented the light bulb. It's he, he failed a thousand times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And that's it's like, great. he kept that's going. That's the cool. only difference. I mean, I look like, you know, with actors, people who will start auditioning in six months in, they're like, well, I'm not booking anything. So screw this. Like I must be doing something <laughs> wrong. It's like, no, you're, you're this close. You just, have to keep going through and your attitude is what makes it like i'm sorry this is a whole tangent. no this is a, i love this okay, because it's okay, such great. a it's such a rich perspective and mm. i've i've seen this happen in just like the two days we've been here that when mm. people come up to both of you to say hi your brother's so kind mm. and so grateful and it's like you you or you understand going into it that like you will affect their experience yeah. by the way you treat this them is and not everyone so thinks that way yeah. not we talked about this so 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 much yes. over the last few days because it can be something you fear it can be something you you resent and that's because it's a massive, uh, it is a massive state change to go from someone who you're just walking around the world and then you're someone who you're walking around the world, but also eyes are on you. Yes. And and that is so much more true for Josh than it is for me, but it, it was still a state change for both of us when that happened. And so I feel like this trip has been a great exercise actually in just being like, we're still all people and something that we did brought you joy and you want to share that with us. We could choose to ruin your joy. <laughs> right, right. Like yes. we could choose to be like, <laughs> yeah. nope. Sorry, <laughs> you're not gonna have feel safe to yeah. enjoy what we do anymore, which is all we're trying to do is have people enjoy what we do and feel safe to enjoy what we do. Yeah. Or we could give them a, a moment and a story that that they won't uh, forget and that will enrich that joy and and bring it further into stuff that we continue to do. And also, it's so nice, like yeah. it's so nice that people come up to us and be like, "I just want to say I love your music," or, or you know you were great in Hansen or whatever like it's it's so kind that someone wants to take the time to, to do that so of course we, it's we so nice to see both of you appreciate it too mm, yeah. i could see you were literally trapped on a ship with people like yeah, this right? is not yeah. this is not a normal experience totally yeah so you could either hide in your room or you could what, what josh and i talk about so much you could surrender to it yeah and just be like we we've we've been interviewing people who have come up to us like we take our phone out and ask them some questions yeah yeah um because it's like, we're, we're all friends, we're all people, like, totally. you just know more about me now. And mm. as as of yet, you you knew me first. That was something you said. Yeah. Like, you just knew me oh, first. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. totally. The, yeah, 100%. That, that's been the biggest game changer on this. Because honestly, like, like I said, like, High School Musical kind of took off, and then the pandemic happened, and yeah. we couldn't go outside. So it was just so jarring because all I could understand and fathom from what was happening was through the internet and numbers don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Like it's so, so, um, uh, what was my point to that? Uh, 
just like the disconnect between all of it happening while you weren't in a community. Like, yes. You were just yeah, so far totally. removed from people. Right. So then once it came time to, you know, now that I could go to Disneyland again, now once we started being able to go out in the world, I started getting into fight or flight mode 24 seven when I went outside. It was. Oh yeah. Cause you went from nothing to everything. Exactly. And it would be like, it, my mind would just see them as a threat because it's like, I'm having a conversation and all of a sudden I'm being filmed. And now all I can focus on yes. is the fact that there's a camera on me and without even thinking I'm in fight or flight mode. But I'm genuinely mean it. That's it's the Disney wish magic. <laughs> there's something about this cruise where right when we got to Disney world, we walked in, we didn't have a guide because it was so last minute, but mm-hmm. we're like, whatever, we're just going to go. We were followed by 50 teenage girls. <laughs> Literally followed. For, for 100 yards. Yeah. And we were just like, kept going, just like, maybe they'll go away and maybe they'll come up to us, but we're not going to turn around and be like, hey. So we just kept walking. Eventually they caught up and I genuinely went full fight or flight mode. Like it shut me down. Like it was fine. I interacted. It was great. And then like, I was sort of like, oh my God. And then we were waiting in line for Guardians. And even for like the entire time we were in line, I was still like, <sighs> yeah, and coming down. And then there was this moment where like you said, it, they're just people. And they just knew you first. And yeah. I just, it was this thing where I was like, we're all going to be stuck on a boat together where it can't hide. So why not embrace instead yes. of being so reluctant and so fearful of like being filmed all the time? Why not just enjoy yourself and be like, if they're filming, I hope they enjoy what they're seeing. Like, yes. you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, we're still dancing in the halls. We're still like right. having yeah. like dance parties totally. and goofing off and doing our thing. Cause that's yeah. what we're here to do. And if, if somebody wants to join in, yeah. Go, come on over totally. you know it's 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 wonderful and i used to i used to live with the voice of uh, instagram or the voice of twitter in my head of like yeah. if i do this people are going to judge me or all, all the hateful comments or all the people who are just projecting their own garbage. yes you jump ahead to the critique they're going to give you exactly. before they even do it and it paralyzes you yeah so you don't even get to, and, and i just feel i could cry to saying this i feel so empowered through this trip and specifically in the last few days where there's just been this change where again i see people that ask for a picture and instead of being like oh god now i have to think about how they're just gonna watch me it's like no hey great to meet you i'll see you around like we're all hanging out yeah it's, it's like and that's a metaphor for life it's like I'm, I'm sure i'll see you around like whatever you know it's we're all friends here and i just feel so empowered and free now i feel like i can just be myself and i'm no longer paranoid and, and in this fight or flight mode and like it might sound like a small thing and obviously no, it's not no, the no. most relatable thing but it, it, no, but it's huge because people on the other end have the other half of the experience. And mm-hmm. everyone I've seen coming up to both of you is just like, I like you. I like what you do. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I like the gifts that you put forward into the world. Mm, and right. they just appreciate it. And, and you accept it mm. and want to make their day better. Totally. And it really, people, I've just seen so many people walk away happy. Mm, yeah. That's so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. I, we hear. can never get off this ship. Yeah, no, honestly, they're <laughs> this paradise. Handcuff myself <laughs> so I can't leave. It's um, been it's been fantastic. We're gonna be back on the next sailing, so um, catch us there. Yeah, we'll be yeah. Back tomorrow. Uh, this huge this is the new weekly show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we just live here now. We we live here in this Princess Kiana room forever. Forever, I think, I think forever. I think in our hearts, living. yeah. In our hearts, our hearts are left in this. I feel like after because this will come out after we can say what stateroom we were in. Oh yeah! What what number is this? Our hearts are in 9066 on the Disney Wish. If you're staying in 9066, know that our hearts are with you in this room. And I'm looking forward to being tweeted pictures of people in front of this door. Yeah, eventually. we were in 9066, <laughs> and we 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 had all our wishes come true. Here. Yeah, yes. this is the bed where people napped to Cars <laughs> yeah. Two in. Cars Two, yes. <laughs> so you're record, in this room and jo- you don't watch Cars Two. Josh slept on the couch. He loves kind of like a hard. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's very firm. Yeah, yeah. So this sleeper. is for everybody to know. Yeah. Josh is a floor sleeper. Josh just slept on the pull-out couch. I slept in the bed. The so, you know, uh, accommodate your sleeping arrangements uh, accordingly. <laughs> just a casual... Yeah, I'm a floor sleeper. <laughs> yeah, I, I Hardwood know. floor, not carpet. Hardwood. Hard. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. 
I, okay, when I was growing up, we weren't really talking forever, but it's great. When I was growing up, for about three months, we remodeled my house. All my sisters and I had to stay in one room. There were two bunk beds, so it was four girls on the uh-huh. bunk beds, and then me and my little sister slept on the floor. I just had a thin blanket. It was the best sleep I'd ever had in my life for three yep. months. I, unreal, unmatched. And and then when I came back to L.A. for like a month, I was staying at a friend's place, and he had a really terrible couch, so I just slept on his floor. And for that month, I had the best night of sleep that I'd had. And oh, was my like, God. This is so interesting. It actually... You are a floor sleeper. Yeah, it's wild. I have a bed in my apartment in New York, and I still choose to sleep on the floor. Like, I still will, like, sleep better. That's actually why I missed my flight, my alarm, because I was in such a deep sleep (laughs) on the floor. I'm not kidding. Yeah, he's a floor sleeper. Yeah, so anyway. Wow. Fun facts about me. Oh, my God. Well, thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us. This is amazing. We have to go see The Little Mermaid in 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Let's go, let's go. Oh, we've been talking for so long. (laughs) Carry away. Carly, this is Amy from outside of Philadelphia. Loved your recap on the Disney Wish. We are actually sailing on the Wish later this month um, with our 18-year-old daughter. It's going to be our last hurrah vacation before she leaves us for college in August. And I know she'll be excited that she can finally go to the adults-only spaces now that she's 18, but she loved the kids' club. And I remember reading somewhere that there was going to be a flex space for kids, I'm sorry, young adults aged 18 to 20. Um, I think it was called the hideaway. Do you have any information on that? Because I know she'll kind of want to get away from us for a little bit. Too much mom and dad time. Um, Thanks so much for the podcast. Um, Your relationship with your mom and your her as your travel buddy is kind of gold for me and my daughter. So love that she's so involved with all of your travel. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you loved the episode. And I'm not going to lie, I am more than a little bit jealous that you are going on The Wish so soon. I know I just went, but I want to go back, like vacation. Oh, I got to book another trip. I got to book another trip. (laughs) Well, anyway, your 18-year-old daughter is going to have so much fun, both in the adult spaces and also in the quote-unquote kids, young adults area. You're absolutely right. There is an area called The Hideaway, and it's housed within Vibe, which is the older teen space. Vibe is 14 to 17, and The Hideaway is in the back of that. And it's very cute. It has a DJ booth. I think there's like a dance floor set up. There's a bar set up with a ton of USB ports and stools. There's this very cool Mickey mural that's in there. And when I toured the space, they told me they'll be having certain events there. So I would definitely have your daughter check the app while on board to make sure that they don't miss out on those. Also, I want to flag that beyond the, you know, entering an adult-only bar space at night, the adult-only pool area has a lot of great quieter seating areas that might be really fun for your daughter as well. Like, again, the furniture there is so nice that... I don't know. They might just want to chill out there if they want to get away. And I got to say, thank you so much on behalf of my mom and the kind things you said about her being my travel buddy. Uh, I love traveling with her. She loves traveling with me. And if you do want to foster that kind of relationship, one, I would shove your child into a world of travel journalism. (laughs) That'll get you there faster. But also my mom like carries my stuff, takes my photos for me. She's truly the best work assistant. So I'd kind of I'd kind of help out carry a charger, you know, kind of just like be there with little things your child might need. And then you are golden. Thanks so much for calling and have so much fun on your cruise. Hi, Carly. My name is Chelsea and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. My family and I, so my mom, my dad, and then my sister and her husband are all going on to Disney Wish in December. 
I've been very excited about it. My sister has as well. But my mom is a little bit ambivalent about it because of character interaction. Every time I try to watch a video with her and she sees characters talking to people, she cringes and she makes me fast forward the video. I'm just like nervous about going on the wish and the character interaction. And I know you just went on the media preview, but I'm just wondering like, is there a good way to like, help my mom out of her fear of character interaction or at least like avoid it as much as possible on the ship. I know that we're going to run into it at the Arendelle show. I'm curious about what happens at the Marvel show. I just, I want to make sure she's comfortable because that's all I've done my entire life. And then I also <laughs> just want to make sure that like my sister and I and her husband are all going to have a good time. I'm 30. So, and my sister's 28. So we're bringing our 50-year-old parents who have been to Disney stuff for the past 15 years. I'm just nervous about the character interactions on the ship and if they're overwhelming. We've never been on a cruise, so I just was very serious how it was. Um, thank you so much. I love the show, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks, bye. Great question, and I am so happy to help with this. Even though your mom is ambivalent of character interactions, I can guarantee you are still going to have a great time on the Disney Wish. As I mentioned on last week's recap episode, unfortunately, our preview really didn't have as many scheduled meet and greets as a traditional cruise did. We actually had none. <laughs> we had almost none announced in advance. But on a traditional cruise, you'll be able to see all of them within the Disney Cruise Line app. So if you want to meet a character, you can go. And conversely, if your mom wants to avoid them, your mom will just look at the schedule and know where not to go. Now, characters are at times freely roaming on the ship, sometimes on some of the decks, the lower deck and the atrium, things like that. But your mom can definitely just avoid that or turn around, walk away, no problem at all. I will add, when we sailed a couple weeks ago, meet and greets were still distanced. I'm not sure if they will still be in December, but I wanted to flag that because that might help. The characters, I mean, even if they're bopping around, they're not going to come out of a corner and be like, hello, ma'am, and startle her. Like, you're, you're okay, because even if you take a photo of them, you can't really be too close to them, that there is distance built in, so uh, your mom can just skedaddle. <laughs> <laughs> if trapped in a situation that they want to escape. Now, at the meals, I am happy to report that you are actually going to be totally okay. Unlike somewhere like Animator's Palette or a character meal where characters come by every table for a photo, that does not happen here. At Arendelle, Olaf and Oaken kind of, they come around and they kind of entertain a chunk of tables at once. Ours was about, let's say, 20 to 30 people. It was about a minute long. There was no one-on-one -on -one interaction. There was no, like, volunteer from the audience. It was um, them doing a, a little cute little conversation. They said something. We said it back. They said something. We, like, all said the same word back. We did it together. They moved on. So that, I think, is pretty low stakes. That'll be totally fine. There is a moment where uh, people move throughout the restaurant, but I think I think I think it'll be totally fine. It's a truly that wouldn't even flag as something I'd worry about for your mother. In terms of Worlds of Marvel, there if you don't want to know anything about Worlds of Marvel, fast forward about 30 seconds, but I will wait for anyone to fast forward. Okay, at Worlds of Marvel there is an appearance by um Ant-Man and the Wasp in person, but again, it is not a table side meet and greet hello. They are in the restaurant, they do a lap and then they're out. It is easy peasy so your mom should be totally fine. The other thing I want to flag is that if you are seeing stage shows, which you should because they are incredible, 
as you will hear about in this episode as well. Um, if your mom is with you in the audience, do not sit in the aisle because characters will move throughout the aisles and they're performing. So they're like, they're not going to get in your face, but they'll be maybe making eye contact in case that is worrisome. I would definitely sit kind of in the middle of a chunk of seats if you can, just not on the aisle. And I otherwise, I, I think that's really it. Um, usually, typically on Disney cruises, right if you have the early meal or you have a later meal, like right in between. So after the early meal, before the late meal, there will be characters out and about to see people. Um, I would just take be mindful of that. If that's something that your mom really, really wants to avoid, I would maybe take an upper deck over and then go down the stairs to skip the atrium before a meal. But otherwise, uh, y'all should be totally fine. And I hope you have so much fun on your sailing. Thanks for calling. Hi, Carly. I'm such a huge fan of the podcast. And I really loved in your recent episode how you talked about how it's really inconvenient to do Disney. It's not relaxing. It's really, really difficult. And I guess my question is, is are, are the higher-ups taking notice that we are struggling so badly? And do you think that there's any inclination that things are going to get fixed? Because at this point, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm just going to not go to Disney for a few years and hopefully the issues will sort themselves out. I don't know. Huge fan of the podcast. Bye. Thank you. I I feel seen by your call, and I think you feel seen by the sentiments I had in last week's episode. So it really now feels like we are all in this together. None of us are alone who feel this way in feeling this way. And yes, it is getting frustrating to visit these places that we love. And I think that's the trickiest part. It's not that, you know, we're just complaining aimlessly about the way we visit these places now. It's that if you are a fan of Disney parks, you know the product inside and out. I know people listening to this were the type of people who would wake up at 4, 5, 6, 7 a.m., depending on where they lived, to book their fast passes. This is just what we do. We are used to this product. And so for people like us to be struggling with this, I think it's indicative of a much bigger issue that is going to play out in not a good way over the next few years. In terms of how much the higher-ups know, I'm honestly not Sure, because it feels like there are two parallel narratives happening right now. On the top level, kind of at the, I'd say like the uh, the Walt Disney Company bank stock shareholder level, the narrative is that the parks are making a ton of money, which is interpreted as the parks are extremely successful. The revenue is up year over year. Things are going great in terms of the amount of money the parks division is taking in. However, that narrative excludes what it's like using something like Disney Genie Plus, what it's like using individual Lightning Lane. And while I think a lot of us understand that coming out of the pandemic, things are different, understand that, yes, while it's annoying to have to pay for something we used to get, we pay it. And I think there's less people complaining about the fact that we pay for something like like Disney Genie Plus than I personally anticipated. But the problem is that you are paying for it and it is very cumbersome to use. It is not an easy platform to use. And you are using it from the moment you wake up to the late afternoon, sometimes into the evening, and have to wake up early again to do it all over. So I think the chunk of this narrative that's kind of living beneath the surface of the story of parks revenue is up, parks are successful, parks are in demand, people want to travel. I think the layer that's underneath that, that maybe some people don't realize, like this is what the guest sentiment is. And again, I I don't know what surveys they're sending out. I don't know what the survey feedback is. 
All I know is from personal experience and from what I hear from other people, both people who visit Disney parks a lot and are experts and people who never go and are very overwhelmed. It's that the way we visit now is very, very difficult. It is difficult to sustain. It is difficult to do. And I don't know if they know the extent of that, because when you look at the bottom line, there's still money coming in. People want to come here. It's in demand. But my thing is that I think in a few years, we're going to start to see the interest wane from people who have experienced this and gone, you know what? I don't think I can do it again. I don't think I can wake up at 7 a.m. every single day of my vacation. And I think that in a few years, that will in the on the top level narrative that I mentioned, kind of the financial narrative that will be reflected there. But right now, I don't know if they know how difficult it is for a guest, for a guest who knows the product, who may have an annual pass, who may go here all the time, how difficult it is even for people like that who are parks experts to go to the parks right now. So uh, I think talking about it more sheds more light on it. I think that they will uh, realize what the situation is. Again, I do not know if internally they know or not, but I know I know, I know you know, <laughs> I know we know, and I think talking about it openly is really important. So I thank you for your call and for the opportunity to talk about it further, and hopefully uh, they can figure out a way to make Disney Genie Plus work as well as FastPass did and to not impact our day-to-day vacations so much. Thank you so much for calling. I, I really, really appreciate it. Hi, Carly. Um, I'm Alexia. I never do this, but I was compelled to call because I'm listening to your podcast um, about the Disney Cruise Line, and I've never been on a cruise ever. Um, I want to one day, but I want to thank you for addressing the difficulty um, to visit the parks. I am someone who has loved them for years and have been going every single year since pandemic. And now I haven't been in the last two. And planning it now is so daunting and just so expensive that I just can't make the trip. And, you know, I love them so much, but it just doesn't justify the cost and the time spent waiting without paying for the extra Genie Plus. And I agree with you. I, I don't know where this is going. Thank you so much again for addressing this. It, it, it makes me feel heard. I know this is like a small niche thing in the crazy world we currently live in, but um, I really appreciate it. And thank you for the awesome podcast. Thank you, Alexia. Now, I know these two calls are pretty similar, but I wanted to play them back to back because we don't address the uh, the consumer facing burden of the fee as much in the first call. And I know I said that people aren't really out there complaining about Disney Genie Plus, but it is a cost and it is a cost that adds up, especially if you have a larger family, if you're traveling with kids. It is a significant fee day to day. And you have to keep in mind, it's not it's not just something like Disney Genie Plus, which they consider to be optional, but like, we all know you kind of need it. It's not just that. It's the fact that now you have to pay for transportation to and from the airport. And even if you were a family who liked to use an Uber or a Lyft to get around, having the option of a free bus, even if you only use Disney's Magical Express One Direction, it's still saved 50, 60 bucks, maybe $70, depending on when you're going. There's a lot of money that we are now paying for these Disney vacations that are the reasons that park revenue is going up beyond the parks just being popular. So things like that, they add up. The rooms, they're pricey. These hotels are pretty pricey to stay at. And yes, there are some perks. There is, uh, you can enter the park a half an hour early, any park, any day, which I, I think was a good shift. But still, there are 
other perks that are no longer there. And FastPass, things like Magical Express, there's a lot of stuff that you used to get for free and you no longer get anymore and now have to pay for on top of a room, which frankly, the room rates aren't dropping. <laughs> like things aren't getting less expensive. Food, rooms, all of it is kind of stay admission. It's all for the most part, for the most part, PR, please don't call me for the most part. There's always like one ticket that goes down in price and I always get in trouble. But for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, everything has either stayed the same or gotten more expensive. And I think that it is adding up again. And I'm going to be ringing this bell probably every week <laughs> for the next few years. It is adding up in a way that I don't think surveys might be reflecting. I don't think park attendance is reflecting. It's definitely not reflecting. I don't think spending is reflecting, but people who love these parks who go all the time, people like us, people listening to a Disney parks podcast, people like us who go to these parks and love them. We're still doing it, but we're count, we're kind of doing it begrudgingly now. We pay it, we're annoyed by it. We pay it, we're disappointed by the experience we have when you can't get uh, a, a you can't get an individual lightning lane for a ride that you have one shot at. You have one day to go and you can't get it. Things like that. It is very burdensome. And I will keep going back to that. And I don't think that that is being reflected. I don't think the struggle that a lot of us are facing on our vacation, which again, it's a vacation. It should be leisurely if you are spending a good amount of money on a vacation. I don't think that that struggle is really being heard in a mainstream way. So I hear you, Alexia, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. And I will do my part as a reporter and as truly a woman yelling into a microphone, <laughs> uh, which it sometimes feels like a megaphone, but I will do my part to stress that this, this is not going to end well. If people like myself and like you and others who love these places, who regularly spend our money here are really wondering if it's worth the money. Uh, thank you so much for calling. I really, really appreciate it. And if anybody else has other sentiments like this, I'm happy to hear them out. And I would love your take. I love your take because I really feel like we've all just been in a bubble being like, oh, shucks, this Disney Genie Plus thing is real tricky. And no one really talks about it out loud. So I'm happy to be that person. Thank you for calling. Hi, Carly. This is Sarah and I'm calling from Washington State. I have a conference in Orlando later this summer in July that is about one mile from Disney World. My question is, I have one goal during that conference, one Disney-related goal, and that is to ride Cosmic Rewind. Um, I can only attend the parks. I can only go to the parks after four or five in the afternoon. And so I'm wondering if you had one goal, which was to ride Cosmic Rewind at Epcot and you could only go after four or 5 p.m., how would you do that? I'm a little bit confused because do I book one park day, one reservation? And if I don't get in the virtual queue and I don't get into the individual lightning play lane, I just am like screwed. <laughs> I'm not sure how to book this uh, or tackle this issue. My second question is, um, I have a Universal Studios Florida trip planned for following the conference because I've never been before. And I really want to ride Velocicoaster, but I'm worried that it's just going to be a bit too much. Um, I'm a Disneyland person, and I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I can do Incredicoaster just fine. But everything I'm seeing and reading about the Velocicoaster is that it's tallest, fastest, scariest, everything. Um, everyone seems to love it. Um, I need to be talked into riding it. So thank you. Bye.
Okay, we're going to talk strategy because it is a very, very specific process for you personally to get on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, but I'm determined, I'm determined to help you get on. So because you are not going to the park until 4 or 5 p.m., you basically need to get individual lightning lane. You are going to need to wake up at 6.40 a.m. So you are awake enough to know what buttons to press. I know I could wake up at 6.58 when I do it, but I always wake up like 15 to 20 minutes early just so my brain is ready because I'm nervous the whole time. I got to be good. I would also recommend having like an, I would call it like an internet clock. Like I have an Apple watch. If you have your computer, something that has the actual time tied to the internet, like the most, the truest, truest time you can get. And I like to look at my watch and wait for the clock to exactly turn to seven. And then I open the app and book. And so far I've done pretty well lately. But the reason why you're going to want an Epcot reservation and an individual lightning lane, not virtual queue, we are doing individual lightning lane is because If you book a park reservation elsewhere, which you can if you're doing individual lightning lane, you will have to enter that park first before Epcot. And because we are tight on time, I don't want you to have to go to Hollywood Studios and then go to Epcot. Just just do Epcot and be all in on Epcot. The second thing is, if you, for some reason, can't get an individual lightning lane at 7 a.m., something goes wrong. If you book a virtual queue in that in the morning at 7 a.m., you won't be able to get to the park in time to ride. So if you somehow don't get your individual lightning lane where you can pick a time for later in the day, you know you can go, then what you have to do is book virtual queue at the second drop at 1 p.m. I know you're at a conference. Uh, I would take a bathroom break then if you can, so you make sure you can do it on your phone. But if you can't get the individual lightning lane at 7 a.m., which is paid, then I would make sure at 1 p.m. you try to enter the virtual queue and hopefully the timing lines up. If anything goes wrong where you get the virtual queue and the timing's bad, you can talk to them when you get there. I always like to screenshot to have proof that I had it in case it doesn't come up, in case something goes awry. But that is your best bet. You're going to want a park reservation for Epcot. You're going to want to do individual lightning lane at 7 a.m. But be ready. Make sure that your credit card is tied to your my uh, your Disney World app. Make sure everything is loaded and ready to go. You have uh, It's tied to your admission in your app. Make sure your app is fully set. And then if that doesn't work, you will do 1 p.m., virtual queue. If people don't go to the parks, how do they learn this? <laughs> this is another language. Oh my gosh. Now in in easier terms, your second question, Velocicoaster. Ooh, we can just talk about a ride. We can shake all the strategy. Real nice. We can just let loose. You're going on Velocicoaster. You are going on it. And here's why. You did not mention that you have ever been negatively affected by a roller coaster. You did not mention you have motion sickness. So you've been on a credit coaster. You did good. You are primed and ready for this. I know the thing that's holding you back is probably that you're scared because people are like, it's a lot of run. And it is. I mean, it is mildly terrifying, but also so much fun. And the other thing I want to flag is that I know you're going to see it and be like, nope, 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 I'm scared, I'm scared, which is the same reaction I had. And then I went on what, five, six times in a row. I loved it so much. But because it's new, it's smooth and it runs really, really well. So if you ever have, you know, been scared to go on some old coaster from like 10, 15 years ago that goes upside down a lot, this one runs so smoothly that I think you're really going to love it and feel okay on it. I'm going to encourage you to do it. I think you're calling because you want to do it. You just want to nudge. You're a little scared and it's okay, but I'm going to tell you to do it. Let me know how it goes. I think you're going to have a wonderful time. That coaster is exceptional, exceptional, exceptional. I highly recommend doing it to you and anyone else listening. Have so much fun on your trip and I hope your coaster dreams come true. That's our show. 
you all so much for listening. And thank you to Andrew and Josh for coming on the podcast. Andrew for coming back a second time so soon, within a matter of weeks. Truly um, a wonderful, wonderful time. I would have Andrew on every day, every week, every month if I could. And I I mean, Andrew's got to come back now. We did two a few months apart. It's got to be a third. You can find Andrew at Andrew B. Feldman on Twitter or Andrew B. Feldman underscore on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find Josh at Joshua T. Bassett on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. For more information about upcoming live shows and tour dates, head to any of those handles or to their websites, andrewbfeldman.com and joshuatbassett.com. And keep your eyes peeled for a vlog they did together from the Disney Wish that should be out very soon. If it happens this week, I'll drop the link in the show notes. But otherwise, uh, it's going to be great. And not just because I might make a cameo on it. Hint, hint. But really, it's I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to relive the vacation through their eyes. Oh, I'm so excited. You can rate, review, and follow Very Amusing on Apple Podcasts and rate and follow us on Spotify. And while I was gone, we had some very, very nice Apple Podcasts ratings and reviewing. So I want to give a special thanks to the Amazing Tall. I think that's Amazing Tall and not Ty, but in case it is a capital I, the Amazing Ty or Tall by Lime. I really should read <laughs> really should read these before I say them out loud. It's either by Lime or it's Billiam. Billiam? Billiam. Anyway, thank you. Disney Nut Nikki and Long List of Love JB. Thank you so much for the reviews. I see them and I really appreciate them when they're nice because it's just nice. It's nice to be like, hey, what's up? I like it. And then other people can find the podcast and it's just great all around. You can give us a call whenever you'd like, anytime at 747churros. You can also text us a voice note to 747churros or email it to 747churros at gmail.com. Now we have so many good churros calls still. Uh, Even though we've done a few churros episodes this season, we have so many left. I will be getting through them. I'm going to do as many as I can in the next few weeks, just a big old chunk. Um, And when I say get through them, I I love answering them. I just want to make sure people don't feel like their questions are just sitting in an attic somewhere collecting dust, like in the Haunted Mansion. Like I promise we will get to them. And if you're like, you know, I, I, it's the summer's hot and I need a cool new t-shirt or like, oh boy, I'm in, I'm in the air conditioning all day. I need a sweatshirt. And I'd also love people to know that I'm a, a fun loving person. Then good news. Cause we have very amusing merch available at very amusing.com. I myself am wearing the very amusing rock tee right now. And I gotta say, I love it. I love it. You gotta design merch that you yourself will love. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? You can follow me at Carly Wiesel on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, which I, eh, some, eh, sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't, whatever. I'm there, follow me there, whatever. Uh, you can also join the family at facebook.com slash groups slash Carly Wiesel. This episode was edited concretely by Jeff Fox. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon. Honey, it's me. Oh, I'm so happy you didn't cut me. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You kept me on both the segment and the end. I'm very excited about that. I thought for sure I'd be on the cutting room floor. But I just want to say, I don't want to keep reiterating, but this was the best cruise I have ever taken. And probably especially because I was with you and got to experience everything new with you. It was, the ship was so clean. Everyone was so friendly. I, um, one night I came home at two, at I think two in the morning and they were cleaning the carpets and they were wiping. It, it is such a clean vessel. It was wonderful. Um, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking me. Um, about the elevator, I never figured it out till you told me about it the last day. I kept hitting it with my finger and once in a while it would go on. It was very weird, but you're right. It was very cool. You shouldn't be able to touch it as I touched every button. Um, to the mirror that you talked about, I thought the vanity mirror lit up. That was like the, it was huge, was the greatest thing. Because as you got ready in the bathroom, I had this whole mirror to myself. I was able to spread out on the table. It was great. I've never seen anything like it. I was going to bring one of those hand vanities that light up, but this lit up, and this was this was like for a Hollywood studio. This was amazing. I loved it. To the caller who called in, I didn't catch her name, but by all means, please stop me. That would be like my favorite thing of the day. I usually ride my bike or I walk through Old Orchard all the time. And the strip mall right by there, I am there, too, all the time. I do it for exercise, not because I'm shopping every minute, but I do stop in and shop a little. But I do walk the mall quite a bit, and I'm usually in a very amusing piece of material, sweatshirt, T-shirt, depending upon the weather. But please, please stop me. I would love it. We can go for coffee. We can go to Zara. I will definitely hang out with you. I just want to say I'm not going to take up too much time. I love everything about this trip everything and especially being with you i love you honey and i will see you in nine days i'm very excited maybe we could do another episode hmm i love you bye